Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, everybody, it's Catherine, and welcome back to the Sunday Soother podcast. And just so you know, I am recording this podcast while I'm out on a walk. It's a Monday morning, end of January, and Mondays are actually a little bit hard for me um, because, I mean, who aren't they a little bit hard for when we're kind of all trying to exist under capitalism? Um, even though I run my own business for myself because I put a lot of pressure on myself for Mondays. It's the day I record the podcast. It's the day I write the Sunday Soother. And it's the day I try to figure out like social media content for the week ahead. And that's actually kind of a crap ton of, of work. Um, and today was feeling a little extra heavy because it was the only day I could have scheduled a couple of appointments with contractors. Um, I'm actually having somebody come to quote some bids for painting the interior of the house and I'll explain the feng shui and aesthetic reason for that. But, um, I was like, oh my God, am I going to have to skip the soother? Am I going to have to cancel the podcast? And... I was like, I haven't done a walking podcast in a while. (laughs) Why not do this? So I've been trying to kind of incorporate the attitude into my life. Like, how can I make this thing actually, you know, I always say, how can you make this 10% simpler? How can you make this 10% easier? How can I make it 10% less perfect, right? Because part of my brain is like, you got to sit down, you know, by your computer and have your bullet points and record like a quote unquote real podcast. And then... I'm here and I'm like, well, why? Why can't I just make this a little bit um, more organic, a little bit simpler, even if it doesn't sound quite as polished? And so that's just first and foremost my encouragement for you this week um, is to think about where can you do something a little bit less perfect or a little bit less rigid to give yourself a little more ease and flow. So I am walking on one of my favorite trails here. It's often a trail where I see hawks and I see pileated woodpeckers all the time here and deer and bunnies. And it's after we've had uh, a big snow last week and then a big rain. (laughs) And so it actually kind of feels, it's probably about 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It feels um, starting almost to get a little bit like spring, which is feels a little too early for me. I saw so because we had snow like uh, early last week and then like after five days it turned to 70 degrees and then I was walking around the next day and I'd seen like daffodils pop up and I was like it's too early it's too early so I still feel like I'm very much in a winter season um but as we know with ecological disasters and climate change continuing you know things are changing in the cycles of the earth herself too so well on that exciting note (laughs) On that uplifting note, let me talk about what I wanted to talk about today, which is a little bit more of feng shui because my course, The Intentional Home, closes for enrollment on February 10th. And 
I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight into a way, whether or not you enroll in the intentional home, you can start thinking about your home and how you're putting up with um, stuff in your life that you don't want to put up with anymore that may be reflected in your home. First and foremost, I'll tell you a little bit about why I'm painting the house. It is, so in feng shui, there's a lot more than what you will hear on Instagram or surface level stuff. But that's the stuff that's kind of easiest to teach and kind of draws people in. And a lot of feng shui stuff, actually the majority of it, is reserved as sacred between client and practitioner. So most of the really kind of impactful and effective stuff stays in that container. And it's not meant to be spoken about publicly. Um, however, one thing to consider that is absolutely fine to share publicly is the concept of yin and yang in feng shui and looking at your house to see, does it have an appropriate balance according to what you want in your life of yin and yang? So yin is the slower, more feminine, more receptive, darker, quieter qualities. And yang is the more masculine, brighter, more active, more energetic and kind of go, go, go uh, type of quality. And neither is bad or good, although in feng shui, what I've generally read and learned is that in most spaces, overall, you're looking to um, have a balance of 60% yang and 40% yin. And bedrooms should be ideally a little bit more yin. That's a quiet resting place of solitude and relaxation and intimacy. You kind of want to think of your bedroom a little bit more like a retreat, a cave, that kind of stuff. And offices, you might want those to be a little more yang because that's where you're looking for inspiration and ideas and creativity and a lot of um, activity overall. That said, the Nature Witch Cottage is a very yin house. And when you have too much yin, that's not necessarily a great thing. Too, you know, too much yang isn't great either. But too much yin can lead something to be out of balance. Too much yin can cause depression, sluggishness, sadness, um, and just feeling like overall kind of down, right? It's like yin is like too much yin is like a stagnant pond, right? Whereas too much yang might be like a white water river. Those are kind of extremes of water. Maybe what you're looking for is the balance of a burbling cr uh, creek, right? Anyways, the Nature Witch Cottage is super yin. And the previous owners, it's already just yin. It's, it's an old house. It has low ceilings. It doesn't have amazing light. And it's in a very wooded and kind of secluded lot off the main street. Now, the previous owners really seem to make uh, paint color choices that exasperated, <laughs> and that, is that the word? Exacerbated, excuse me, <laughs> the qualities of yin. So there's a lot of blue walls, a lot of dark, uh, low light fixtures, um, and particularly in the middle of the house, the walls were painted uh, almost like a black blue, and that room gets the least light of all, and it's the center of our home. Also, our bedroom is painted a kind of steel blue color. And this is the thing I've really learned through feng shui and understood to be true, is that colors do carry vibrations and they're having an energetic impact on you. And steel blue is not a bad color. Um, 
It's just that in the bedroom, it kind of leads to kind of a coldness. And it, it's, it's suggestive of the water element, which you don't necessarily want a lot around you because it can drain a little bit of your energy while you're sleeping. And in the center of the house, that room is so dark and kind of so yin that we actually don't spend a lot of time there. So what I'm doing is I'm having a contractor over today uh, to look at painting the bedroom kind of like an earthy cream and then other parts of the house just a bright white because I'm trying to bring that yang element in. So looking at yin and yang in the home is something that we'll do in the intentional home, which closes on uh, February 11th. It's also the same day we start. So Here's, though, the story I wanted to tell you, because this is a past client that I was working with, not in a feng shui capacity necessarily, but feng shui came up as it often naturally does. So this is a client who lived alone, and I honestly can't remember. She was either in my intentional living course or my intentional dating course, but the energies are kind of the same. And we were reflecting in some capacity on her home, and it came up for her that everything in her home felt pretty fine. She liked the space. But in her bathtub, when she took a shower, um, she the shower would kind of clog and she would end up taking a shower in like two inches of standing water. And afterwards, when she got out of the shower, it would, you know, slowly drain. And so it was gone after an hour or so. But while she was in the shower, she kind of had this annoying experience of having to stand in a couple inches of... Um, of standing water and I'm just pausing and laughing because five deer just ran right in front of me so <laughs> an extra little sign there that's really sweet so we also looked at where this uh, so she actually let me back up she rented and I was like well why don't you just fix the drain and she was like I don't want to bother the landlord I don't want to bother the building manager it feels like it's going to take uh, a lot of effort and I just don't want to, you know, be irksome for them. And I was like, okay. And then, so this like set off all of my feng shui bells at the time. And this is a couple of years ago before I was certified and before I really like made a lot of connections around how your home is reflecting everything in your subconscious and in your identity. But we looked at the area of the bathtub and I can't remember exactly where it was, but I think it was either, it might've been in wealth or it might've been in love and relationships. So there's a couple of things to consider here. The element, right? It was water, blocked water, a blocked drain, a clogged drain. Water represents money and emotions and feng shui. So if you have any clogs, you are gonna feel clogged up in that area. Your emotions are gonna feel clogged up. Your money might feel clogged up, right? Um, so there's just like the, symbol, the, the symbolism of the clogged drain and the clogged water. You look at the area in which it in, uh, which is in. So let's just hypothetically say this is in her love area. She has a clogged drain of water in her love area. Her love life is not going to be going well if there's you know something that's broken there. Now it could be like a broken light, it could be a broken table, it could be a clogged drain. But you also want to look at the area of the Bagua map in which this is happening, right? Whatever the issue is. But then there was most importantly, the overall energetics of, I'm just going to put up with this thing that's actually really irritating to me because I don't want to bother somebody else. And that is what we would call perhaps the feng shui splinter or anchor or stumbling block, right? Usually in people's homes, I'll see something, they don't even see it. They have such blind spots around it. But when I say it's like a splinter, I mean, it's like the thing that's causing most of the issues in their life, right? 
And I would say that this was her feng shui splinter or anchor or stumbling block. She didn't want to bother other people. So she was just putting up with whatever, you know, because she was too worried about being annoying or getting her needs met or stating her needs, right? It was too scary for her to state her needs, even to something as simple as like an obligatory repair in an apartment that was owned by somebody else. So, so we talked a lot about that. She was, she understood. I think it clicked pretty fast for her that that was something she needed to do. So she got the repair person out there. Um, it was fixed, you know, and this came to mind for me because I was talking to somebody else in my feng shui, my free feng shui challenge that I did recently. And she had a similar type thing. Um, she was talking about how there was something broken in, in her home and she just didn't want to bother the landlord about it. So she was just putting up with it. <laughs> and I heard that story and I was like, okay, we've got to talk about this. It sparked my memory of this previous story with this other student and client who also had that energy of like, I'm just gonna deal with this thing. And I'm, I don't want to have it repaired or have it looked at. And then I'll have my own story to add to this, <laughs> which is kind of a different energy, um, but it's also a little bit grosser. <laughs> but it kind of can reflect on these things. So, okay. So when I was living in my condo in DC, I had a vent in the kitchen that led to the outside. I was on the top floor of the condo. And after a few years, I realized the building when it was built, they hadn't screened the vents and that birds were coming in and nesting in there. And at first I actually kind of found this charming because I could hear when baby birds were born. And I was like, I don't know, this is kind of sweet. There's animals in here or whatever. But after some time, it became clear that this was like not a healthy or sustainable thing. I mean, it was in my vent. Um, it was in the, in the vent for the oven and the microwave. I became really trepidatious around using the vent for the oven or the microwave because I didn't want to disturb the birds, right? And overall, the situation felt so overwhelming that I kind of just went into freeze about it and didn't fix it. Like what I needed to do was call somebody like a bird removal service and then somebody to repair the event. And honestly, I did not do this for years. And it was in my helpful people area, which is actually mostly missing. But that was also really symbolic to me because I think the helpful people area is really important to a lot of empaths because we struggle with asking for help. And finally, what happened is AJ moved in and he was like, this cannot stand. <laughs> and he took care of it. And honestly, a few months after he took care of that is when we found the Nature Witch Cottage and moved. And I think there was something symbolic for me in the situation about how that I needed to face issues in my home where I was feeling a little incapable and I needed a man to help me. I needed somebody else to do the work for me. Um, and I've also just walked past the house that has these two black kitties that you might see on my Instagram sometime. So one just popped up to me for some pets. So what I want to leave you with as I move on to pet this kitty and then move on for the rest of my day is the way you're kind of thinking about your home and any issues where you're ignoring or not repairing them 
is something you kind of want to consider from a feng shui perspective. And overall, just like a what do you deserve in life perspective. A lot of us will tolerate scraps in life. I see that with a lot of highly sensitive people and empaths. We'll just say, okay, well, this is good enough as is. I'm not really gonna, I don't, I don't deserve to complain about it. I don't really want to make an issue out of it. So I'm just gonna kind of say like, this is fine and I'll put up with it. And I want you today to look in your home. Is there anything in your home that you're just putting up with? And that is a feng shui splinter, my friends. And that's the kind of work that we do inside of the intentional home, right? Those are the kinds of things that you don't necessarily associate with feng shui, perhaps when you're first learning about it. You're like, oh, well, is there, is my stuff decluttered? Those sorts of things. But there's so much more, so many layers in your home that are telling a full story about your experience in life. So I hope this is a fun story. I'm off to pet this kitty now and do a little bit of journaling and work. And I hope you'll come see me inside of the intentional home. It's $800 at this point. Um, there are two month payment plans. And if you need a longer payment plan, just DM me. We can always figure something out. We start with live classes on Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern for eight weeks in a row. And yeah, I hope you have a great week. And whether or not you enroll in the intentional home, I hope you'll consider that you deserve beautiful things in your home and beautiful experiences and ease and to ask for help with repairs or other things in your home. Um, yeah. So have a great day and I'll see you next time. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about the Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.